Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I were lucky enough to sit down with the one and only Dr. Nikki Starr. Today, for episode 219, we are going to do a five-minute clinic on how to make the right decision. So before we jump into this episode, you know it's coming. I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, yeah. click on join, yeah. hashtag yeah. hyperconsciousnation. Because you are going to be entered into a private Facebook group with other like-minded individuals who are also chasing their goals and dreams. If you want to be better every day, if you want to be more hyper-conscious, if you want to sit there and while die Kevin laughs choking. at me, choking oh, on his water. Yes. All right. So today, how did this come up? How did we decide we were going to do this? So recently, um, we were at a speech. Michael Gorman, thank you again for yes, having us thank in you, to brother. speak uh, to the movement family. We love what you do. We support you tremendously. So there was a young lady who basically said at the end of my speech during the Q&A, can you please kick me off the fence, for lack of better phrasing. I'm on the fence about whether or not I want to start this new business or whether I want to keep living the way that I'm living. And I said, you cannot influence someone without knowing what already influences them, so you need to know what influences yourself. So I asked her, who's the most important person in the world to you? She said her daughter, and I said, if you want to lead by example for your daughter, then you've got to make the right choice for you. What is the right choice for you, though, is the question of this episode. Is that on film? Do we have that part? I believe so. I don't know if they'll be able to hear it that well, though, because the... Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot of that that's on there, but my mic is on, but she's... The, far During away. the Q&A, yeah, she's far away. All right, so what I want to talk about is simply this. What if I told you... That in order to get the best relationship you have ever had in your entire life, you would have to trade in something that you felt was good enough, quote unquote. Mm. So I've talked about this a couple times, but this is something that looking back now really, really impacted my life in a lot of different ways. So oh, yeah. probably about a year ago. I think. Right. Um, I was in what I call a situation ship because I was on the fence for basically the entire time. Um, 
I wasn't fully invested because I didn't believe that it was going to last long term. And I also wasn't the man I am today. I didn't have any of the knowledge of the love languages, the, the four tendencies, like anything. I didn't know anything compared to what I know now. PMES. PMES. I didn't know any of that. Right. I, I remember we were, man, I don't even remember what episode numbers we were around at that point. But like a year ago, a lot has happened in a year. Yes. You almost cannot fathom. We just got off the phone with Dr. Nikki. That was a year ago. And yeah. that was episode 58. 58. Yeah. This we is 219. Yeah, it's insane. That's 160 episodes, man. Yeah, you've grown a lot. That's man. crazy. So basically, I had my I was getting my needs met and I had I had the connection. I, I had the things that basically were enough to keep me in the room. But I knew it wasn't going to be what I wanted long term, and I remember talking to Alan about it and saying, "Okay, I, you know, this isn't right for me. I have to get out of this." And after that, it was unbelievably hard. It was so hard doing this alone, not having a feminine energy around, not having anybody really to confide in, right. for for a lack of a better term. But looking back now, it's easy. Obviously, when I was in the the midst of it, it wasn't. But sometimes you have to give up what you feel is just good enough or just filling space for something truly extraordinary. If I didn't do that, if I didn't get out of that relationship, situationship, whatever you want to call it, and I remember saying back then, like, I need to be with somebody like Taryn. Right. I remember saying that. And her and I were not talking at this point. You used to say, I want to be with someone who blows me away. Yeah. And that's, so if I didn't, if I stayed in that situationship relationship, to this day, I would not have the opportunity I have with Taryn. I would not have the amazing girlfriend, the amazing relationship, the amazing connection, communication. I wouldn't have all that. So so picture this. And maybe you're not in this situation, but this situation can really transfer over to anything. It's not necessarily relationships. Are you doing something every day that you're like, well, you know, it's it's good enough. It's not the worst thing I've ever done. Because if you are, you might be leaving the best thing you have ever had in your entire life on the table. So I think the another reason why we're doing this episode is so Eddie Panero at Your World Within Live mentioned this. He said on one of our coaching calls, Alan said the fence is for losers. Now I think I articulated it a little less brash than that, but what I meant by that is this: when you're on the fence, you take no action because you make no decision, and therefore you get no lessons. So if you are on the fence, I want you to think about that thing, that thing that's been bugging you for months, maybe even years where you're just like, I don't know if this is the right choice or not. The only wrong choice is to make no choice, in my opinion, because you can always go back and make another choice for the most part. So the story that I'm going to tell today is going to be basically the difficult decision that I made to chase my dreams. This is before Kevin. This is when I basically... Before Kevin. I was alive. Pre-Kevin. Oh. Yeah, this is okay. a dog's age. <laughs> a dog's age, ago. as they would say. This is before the Hyperconscious Podcast. So I was working in corporate America. Where? For a company called... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Walk me through this story, Kevin. So for a company called Cognex. So I jumped around a lot after my engineering degree. I got a master's degree. Then I went into... I worked at companies called iRobot. Uh, Oz Developments, Insada Technologies, I worked as a product manager, I worked in sales, I worked in inside sales, then outside sales. So for a company called Cognex, I was really successful there, and that's a wonderful company. But I basically remember this one time, I was driving to a meeting, I've never told this story before actually, and I was following my boss to a meeting where we were going to meet to sell these products. And I remember it was a really rough winter, and there was potholes everywhere, and I was like miserable. And... 
I was punching my ceiling crying in frustration because I couldn't figure out how to get to this facility and the GPS was taking me the wrong way and there was potholes and I was driving an old crappier car um, because I had just gotten in that car accident not long before that and then I bought Matt's old Pontiac. Yes, you remember? I do. That was the moment when I mentally made a decision. I am done working for a boss. Nothing against my bosses. My boss, my boss's boss, and my boss's boss I was friends with. They were all wonderful mentors. Okay, Cognex was a wonderful company. I want to make that clear. But I decided in that moment I will never again work for someone else. I will be my own boss. That moment of pain where I was crying alone in my car that no one else knows about really is what got me off the fence. That was when I mentally checked out of Cognex. That was when I knew I was going to chase my dreams and actually be a speaker, live a life true to myself. So why do I tell that story? I tell that story because there's something in your life, some decision that you have not made that you have not associated enough pain to not making to where you're going to force yourself off the fence. Now, here's the cool part. A friend of a friend told me that this specific person said, I would never leave a job making that much money. I can't believe Alan did that. Alan's an idiot. I heard this through the grapevine. And the funny thing is, is that the reason why that person who said that would never make the amount of money I made because I had to give up 65 to make 85. I had to risk 85 to make 100. I had to risk 100 to make 120. And I had to risk 120 to make nearly 180 that last year. And then I had to risk 180 to chase my dreams. If you're not willing to risk, you will never make a decision and you will stay where you are. That is the lesson. And if you do jump off that fence and go all in, what's going to come of it is going to be, you're going to be proud of yourself. At the end of the day, you're going to be proud and you're not going to have what if. You're not going to have regret because you already know you want to do it. Just take the risk, jump off the fence, and the things that are going to come your way are going to be, yes, more challenges, but that also comes with way more growth and therefore way more contribution. Fire. Thank you, brother. Fire. Look at that. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Not bad. Strong work. This is the part in the episode where Alan and I look at each other and say, what are we going to do for the next episode? Do we have something? <laughs> <laughs> we have something Small planned? talks yeah. on. Yeah. What are we going through, my I brother? I don't know. I was going to say, I like the fact that you just said, um, live true to yourself. But that's not one word. That's many. And I don't know how to get a <laughs> definition of that. But um, Authenticity? Mm. Congruence? Yeah, but that's not a very catchy name. What about Dr. Nikki? She said some awesome words. She said a lot of awesome words. Ooh. Mutually beneficial? Beneficial? Beneficial. <laughs> that's not a word, man. can't even talk. Kid can't even talk. What about uh, at the speech? What are some Q&A, some good questions that people asked you? That people are going through. Um, how did I get over suicide? We, I don't could, we could do suicide. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a, that's. I mean, we could, we could, we could do post-traumatic growth. <coughs> Is that a word? I think it's a phrase. A couple words. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as you were telling your story, I was like, we I could know, do pain. I know what's happening here. We could do the word pain. Let's do the word pain. Yeah, I had a moment the other da- the other night. I was sitting in my recliner. I was home alone, and um, I think Taryn said something very sweet to me and, and said, "I'm I'm so, um, I'm so impressed by your ability to keep going or whatever." And I just sat in my chair and cried, cause like it was a happy cry, but also a sad cry, cause it's like I'm trying so hard, like all the time. I'm trying so right. hard. Like this is the hardest I've e- the th- hardest thing I've ever done ever right ever. So. It was a lot of pain in that moment, but it wasn't like a 
I'm going to quit pain. It was just like a reflection. It was an interesting. It was interesting. All right, let's do it. Let's There's do context some pain. behind that. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. I'm All gonna, right. I'm going to prep really well for this. Yeah, well, that's, that's, <laughs> you're going to be just fine. You just yep. have to wake up. Prep good questions for Kev. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure you head over to YouTube if you want to watch this episode because Alan and I have every single episode up on YouTube as well, and our speeches are also going up. Ten-second blip for the listeners on just to wrap this up because we went off the rails for a minute. Okay. Um... How to make the right decision. I have mine. What is yours? The only way you can truly make the right decision is if you're honest with yourself and you know the right result for you. There are usually two decisions, two answers. One is the easy one and one is the right one. Make oh, the right I love when you say that. Make the right one. Yeah, make the right one. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, you're My good. bad. You're good. My 10-second blip is super simple. We are so afraid to make the wrong choice that we make no choice. But making no choice is actually the worst choice. No one learns on the fence. Wow. That was eight seconds as well. That was fire. Oh, thank you. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this, and we will talk to you on Wednesday about pain. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.